Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, today's a big day. Today is the big day. I, I've been teasing you guys for <laughs> far too long about this new broadcast thing that we've been working on for a while. Well, guess what? The stages are all done. It is, it's still in um, kind of prototype stage, but I've created a way for you guys to get into the app. Uh, nobody can get into the app, and it might eventually cost money for lots of people, but not you, okay? <laughs> so welcome to the 49ers Rush Podcast episode. I'm John Chapman. I'm a little bit happier than normal, um, which I think I'm a relatively happy guy, but um, the app is ready. So um, for those of you that are just joining us, this is a really big deal. Um, we have have been working behind the scenes with a company called Hot Mike, okay, H-O-T-M-I-C. So what I need you guys to do, okay, if you are listening wherever you are, I need you to go download this app right now. It's free. It's free for now. It might not be eventually, but I'm getting you all in for free right now. So what you have to do... Just wherever you get your apps, it's just Hot Mic. It's the Hot Mic app. Now, once you download this app, okay, it is going to ask for an invite code because, again, it's still in prototype stage, so it's it's not mass readily available for everybody. And so what you'll have to do is just enter the invite code RUSH ESF, okay, RUSH ESF. And once that's in there, um, then you're going to be able to see a whole prop of games. They have, you know, the World Series and different things like that. And so here's what you're going to be able to do. Really excited about this. 
you're going to be able to pick your broadcast team for certain games. Now, they don't have a lot of uh, people up there, broadcasters up there, but um, myself and one of my co-owners with Eat Sleep Fantasy, we are going to be doing this Thursday's game and next Thursday game uh, as well. So here's how the app works. It's freaking awesome. A lot of money has gone into this bad boy, and I it, obviously it's going to have some hiccups, but We've got this for you. So what you do is you download the app again. It's a hot mic app. Use promo code Rush ESF no um, spaces or anything like that. That's going to get you your invite code. You sign in, and then you're going to see the slate of games. Once that game goes live, you'll click on the 49ers game, and then it's going to have my name there, and you can click on my name, and that's going to broadcast through your phone. Now, here's what's really cool about this app, okay? You can sync that. With the audio on your TV. So you turn up your TV. You open the app. It's going to have a button where you sync it. It registers the voice from the um, the audio coming out of the TV with my broadcast. Then you turn your TV down. You turn your app up. If you have speakers, you can turn that up or headphones, whatever. And you'll hear us broadcasting live start to finish the entire thing. Uh, really, really excited about this. This is cutting-edge type stuff. It's going to be wonderful. Now, if the broadcast is one to two seconds behind, all you'd have to do is just kind of pause your TV and wait for us to catch up, and then it's going to be just fine from that. If you're watching the live broadcast, that's just fine as well. Um, you have several different options to make sure it's synced. I'm one of those people I don't like the delay. But, again, this is in prototype stage, but it, we did a test run. It's working great, and we'll just have to see how it goes. So, again... Hot Mike, uh, once you sign up the invite code, this is not free for everybody, okay? So you get it in there quick before that we they start charging. But um, I'm very excited about this. Pro, the invite code is Rush E S F. So uh, that is there for you guys. Really, really excited, man. I know it's. I wanted to have it done earlier, but at least I wanted it done right. I didn't want to put out an inferior product. Watch me say that, and just everything goes to hell on Thursday night. But uh, I feel confident. I feel very, very confident in this product. Uh, we've worked very closely with them. Now, back to 49ers news. I'll detail how this works going forward as well. Um, I'll talk about it again at the end of the podcast, and I'll tweet out things again. Download Hot Mike. Rush ESF is the promo code. But we've got football to talk about. Uh, this is going to be our defensive episode. Really, really excited to break this down. Just got through with my hour-and-a-half film study with the Patreon members, which was a blast. Uh, just on the defense. <laughs> we didn't even get to the offense yet. I have a problem of talking too much, which I guess is why I have a podcast. Uh, insults, please bring all the insults I am deserving. So we're going to break down the top five, bottom five graded players from past week's game. Uh, we're going to update season defensive ranks across the NFL. We're going to talk a little bit of betting stuff, and we're going to get to some questions. Man, what a great time. The 49ers still 7-0, undefeated in first place by two games in the NFC West alone. And again, if the playoffs did start today, yes, we would have home field advantage. Um Got to celebrate that, and we have one of our big division opponents coming up. We have lost eight straight versus the Arizona Cardinals. That trend is about to stop. Um, now, tomorrow's episode, again, if you guys have been with us, we're doing episodes daily now, seems like, which is great. That's a great problem to have. Tomorrow will be the full-on scouting report episode. Uh, I'll be working late into the night getting that one written for you guys, uh, how to approach this game. And it's funny because... You know, it's no surprise or secret how much NFL players and coaches hate Thursday night games. 
And if you listen to Kyle Shanahan's press conference today, he said the entire staff slept in the office last night. Uh, this is what you have to do because you have to cram everything into, you have to shrink two days that what you would usually do on, you know, that Thursday, Friday, you got to shrink that and do it all in today. So the 49ers had their only somewhat full speed practice this morning and they're practicing now doing a walkthrough in the actual stadium under the lights uh, to get used to the game time for Thursday and things like that. It's a lot for everybody. And unfortunately, because it's rushed, seems like it's going to affect a couple players potential to play you know a, a couple injury updates there's not really a lot there but Matt Breida and Joe Staley those seem to be the two big question marks now Matt Breida has been injured uh, several times with his ankle he goes down with an ankle injury and he wanted to push through it and you know that's what he wanted to do but it just didn't work out so, you know, they rested him. The game was out of control. It wasn't that big of a deal. Unfortunately, what Kyle Shanahan said today, that if the game was today, he didn't think that Matt Breida would go. And actually, you add to that the running back confusion or perhaps lack of use, Raheem Mostert, his knee is acting up. His quad, It's a quad uh, injury is what the designation was, not a knee. But, man, you're talking out Matt Breida and Raheem Mostert, which means Jeff Wilson would be thrown into that. He went out with the stinger, but he should be okay. And, and the other side, you know, and again, we, we can woe is me 49ers. I, I don't like doing that. But if you look at what the Arizona Cardinals are going through at the running back position, way worse, way, way worse. Their top three guys are out. And so they just traded for Kenyon Drake, who not the biggest fan, but he's going to be getting most of the carries. He's been with the team for two days. Uh, at least we got Tevin Coleman does look like Jeff Wilson Jr. is a go, but if Matt Breida can go, that'd be great. Now on to Joe Staley. The goal was always Halloween. Uh, as soon as the injury happened, everybody want the the target date was Halloween. Right now he is doubtful. Um, he, they could push it, but they don't really want to. You have an eleven day break after that, so. It, I was really hoping that he would be back, but as of right now, it is not looking like that is the case. Uh, they don't get a full-speed practice in this week, so they can't really re uh, replicate what game-type situation is and if he's ready or not. So we'll have to see. It's going to be very similar to last week where it's a possibility he could dress, uh, but probably not long-term. So uh, just a couple things there. Now, uh, real quick, let's jump into the overall defensive ranks of the 49ers versus the NFL. We did the offense offensive ones um, last episode yesterday. So if you want to listen to the offensive breakdown and you missed it, that's the previous episode. Head over there. It's defense. And defense is what is driving this team. As great as the offense is, you know, uh, third most points scored per game, all that stuff, doesn't matter. The defense is incredible. And we're ranked first or second in almost every single metric, okay? Probably the most important metric is points scored against. We rank second. Uh, the Patriots are ahead of us in that. And again, you can go look at the schedules, whatever. Both of them are special. So we have scored 207 points on offense. We have allowed 77 points. That is a gigantic 130-point differential between us and our opponents. Uh, that's doesn't even make sense. Uh, not sustainable, but hey, hopefully we can sustain it. But we have allowed the second fewest points in the NFL. We have allowed the fewest yards. Again, it, looking at this complementary role, 
You look at what your defense can do and stop other teams from doing, that's wonderful. But if your offense sucks and your defense is great, you get the Chicago Bears, and they're losing games because their offense is just inferior. Their defense is still great. They have the personnel, they have the coaching, and everything's looking great on the defensive side, but they're losing games because it's not complimentary football. You look at the 49ers, they're both working together. We have allowed the least amount of yards in the NFL, only 15,071. We are sixth in the NFL and in yards gained from an offense, 2,711 yards. So we have gained 1,200 more yards than we have allowed. Uh, again, focusing on things where we're number one on, we have allowed the fewest first downs in the NFL. We have allowed the fewest passing yards in the NFL. Now things we're number two on. Second fewest passing attempts, second fewest passing touchdowns, only five passing touchdowns so far, and we have the second most interceptions. This is crazy. We've allowed five touchdown passes, but we have ten interceptions. Allowed five, that's that's a negative <laughs> two interception to touchdown ratio. The measurements for a good quarterback in the NFL, kind of the bare minimum, is a 2 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio. So you throw 10 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. That's the bare minimum for a starter. Now, you in you flip that. You invert it. This is crazy. It's not sustainable, but you hope it is. You want to see it keep going, right? Um also we have allowed only 3.9 Pass yards per attempt, that's second best in the entire NFL. We have allowed two rushing touchdowns on the year, one to Robert Woods, a wide receiver. Christian McCaffrey was the first running back to get a rushing touchdown against us. Uh, that ties us, so we're tied for that one. We are third in the NFL with um, touchdowns allowed. So you look at all these different metrics, first or second across all of them, and it's special. The only bad metric that we have, and I don't think it's a bad metric, is we have allowed 4.4 yards per rushing attempt, which puts us 20th in the NFL. That's the only one. And it was a couple big runs by Christian McCaffrey. That was kind of the deal breaker there. So uh, that's the only thing. Now, I'm not trying to say, you know, oh, well, we got to improve in that. No, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. From a defensive standpoint, you're not changing a lot. Now, we're playing a couple of new teams. You know, we got the Cardinals, Seahawks, Cardinals. You're focusing on those three games. And to be honest with you, we're about to round out the halfway point of our season. What you do is there's 16 games each season. You break it up into four-game chunks. Okay, so the first four games, we went 4-0. and Then you break that down. This is the second part to that halfway point, the Arizona game. And so what we're going to do next week, we have 11 days between the Thursday night game um, coming up, and then the Monday night game against Seattle on November 11th. So we, we've got a lot of days in between. We're going to do a full report card episode where we break down and we look at this chunk in the halfway point of the 49ers because we're eight games in, then we got eight games to go. That's just the way it is. So this Arizona game on the road is huge, and with it being such a short week, it makes it even more complicated. A lot of people have asked, is this a trap game? Hell no, it's not. It's against a division opponent on the road, short week, and we've lost eight damn times against them in a row. Uh, so, yeah, that stuff's got to change. It's got to change. All right. So let's jump into a couple questions before we uh, move on to defensive grades. And just want to say thank you guys so much for your support. I do want to say this. Uh, 
our reaction show um, right after the game on Sunday. You know, after we beat the Carolina Panthers fifty-one to thirteen to improve to seven and zero, we passed seventeen thousand downloads and plays in 24 hours that's a new record for the 49ers rush podcast and it's you guys i can't say thanks enough the positive stuff and your recommendations you guys say something i'm going to find a way to create it Uh, it might not always be the best way i'm not a technology savvy guy but i'll try to figure out whatever the hell i can for the podcast so uh, please let me know if there's something that you really want to see i want to get it to you uh, that's just what it is. So uh, also a way you can help us hit that thumbs up button, the retweet whenever we send the stuff out, hit the notification bell so when we go live you can join us. That means a lot as well. So questions. John, should we be worried about Green Bay or the Saints? Uh, they don't scare you. No, we should not be worried about Green Bay or the Saints, but not because they're not bad football teams. They're great football teams. But we shouldn't be worried about them because we don't play for five and seven weeks respectively. You just it, you just week at a time, week at a time, week at a time. Now, big picture from a fan standpoint, yeah, those are the teams you've got to be worried about. Um, personally, I am much more worried about the Seattle Seahawks just because they're our division rival than I am the other ones. Uh, the goal always is win your division, then you focus on other things. So, like, it, here's the caveat I would put it as this. If somebody said... Look, you can guarantee one win the rest of the season. Which win would you guarantee? I would guarantee the win at the Seattle Seahawks house week 17, which, to be honest with you, we might not even need to suit up because we played so well uh, that that last game might not even mean anything to us. But with us having a two-game lead over the Seattle Seahawks, if we beat them, that's going to increase it to three games. We are basically guarantee the NFC West Championship. I would not pick the New Orleans Saints game. I would not pick the Green Bay game. I want to beat our division rival and win our division. That is priority one. After that, first round bye. After that, home field advantage. But again, it's kind of like a quarterback. And Whenever you're coaching a quarterback, this is what you tell them. You're scrambling out. Here is your mindset. First down, touchdown, check down. And so what you're trying to do is, look, you always want to keep the drive going. If you can score a touchdown, great. But if those options aren't there, just check it down, live to play another day. And so, again, the mindset for football teams is very similar. Division, right? You want to win your division. Then you want that first round by home field advantage. That's kind of the way it goes. So I'm focusing much more on the Seattle Seahawks. One, I hate them so much damn more. But that is the last kind of speed bump or hurdle that's in our way. Again, don't don't hear me saying I'm scared of Seattle. I'm not scared of Seattle. I'm just saying that is our biggest opponent right now. They have the most influence over our playoff uh, lives. We play them twice, and they've been playing really well. They've been playing really well. Um, How do the Niners do against a mobile quarterback on Thursday in the mold of Russell Wilson? We're going to find out, man. Um, Really, really excited. The first overall pick versus the number two overall pick. Nick Bosa saying uh, the Cardinals better pick me number one overall or I'm going to make them pay forever. Oh, you got to love it. You got to love it. Um, This is going to be a fascinating game. And I tell you what, if there's ever a team that was designed to stop a mobile quarterback with a terrible offensive line, it sure as hell is the 49ers. Um, I'm going to jump into another segment. I'm sorry. I get excited. I get excited. (laughs) It happens. Here's the deal. If we're going to do a full scouting report episode, but I'm loving this bet already. I don't care. If you were with us on Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman, the lines came out. 
the Vegas lines over at MyBookie, uh, MyBookie.ag. They sponsor the show. Love those guys. They support us very much. If you haven't signed up, promo code 49ers uh, doubles your deposit, helps the podcast out as well. The line was seven and a half points <laughs> when we uh, destroyed the Panthers. It jumped from seven and a half to 10 in an hour after that game. Now it's up to 10 and a half, and it's not done. So if you want to take the spread, now is the time because I guarantee you it's going to be 11 and a half, maybe 12, because the money is pouring in on the 49ers side. So again, head over to mybookie.ag. If you want to get in now because it's only going to grow, okay, I, I got in at nine and a half points. I was a little late, <laughs> but um, it's at 10 and a half now. I still like that bet. It is a little scary giving away that many points in a divisional game on the road. I'm going to have some other bets for you guys that we're going to build some props on tomorrow. But um, just want to let you know, if you want to get in right now before it jumps up, it's a 43 over and under. That keeps creeping up. It was at 41, then 42, now it's 43. There are going to be points scored in this game on both sides. On both sides, we might be able to shut out shut out uh, the Cardinals. That's a possibility with this defense. But because the Cardinals throw the ball so damn much, Cardinals games are always the last to finish because with incomplete passes, the clock stops, defense gets to rest, and there's just so many more offensive plays. Um, so we're going to be running the ball like crazy. They're going to be throwing the ball like crazy. There's going to be a lot of points scored. So if you haven't already, again, mybookie.ag, huge uh, supporters of the podcast. Uh, use promo code 49ers, head over there. And again, they double your initial deposit. You put $100 on. If you only put $10 down and you want to bet a dollar a game just for fun, that's a great way just for entertainment. It's fun. We'll, we'll track that as well, and we'll be talking about it on the broadcast uh, with Hot Mike. So if you guys are just joining us, quick update. Hot Mike, uh, download the app. I'm going to be broadcasting live with Del DeMott of Eat Sleep Fantasy. You guys see the backdrop there. Um, I own that uh, website over there with Del DeMott and a few other guys. We're going to be broadcasting live a 49ers Central broadcast during the games download the the app hot mic it's free for now you use the invite code rush esf it's free to you guys and then when the game starts you just open up that app click on my uh, the, the 49ers game click on my name it broadcasts through your phone turn up that audio it syncs to your tv which is really really cool and uh yeah you could listen to us do play-by-play -play and break it down you get tired of hearing booger mcfarlane and i don't want to be rude to him but just say misinformation after misinformation wouldn't it be better to listen to me <laughs> do misinformation uh anyway sorry uh i had to make fun of myself there um now next up 16-0 and 0 looking promising. Man, it's step-by-step. Step. Uh, this schedule's about to get rough. That is very, very sure. Uh, media keeps saying the Saints are better than the Niners. What do you think is better? Oh, I don't, the Saints are a great football team. They are a very complete football team. You know, you look at Drew Brees coming back from his injury. Looks great. You have Michael Thomas is on pace to break the all-time receptions in a year uh, record from Marvin Harrison. And it's looking like it's going to happen. He did it with Teddy Bridgewater. He could sure as hell do it with Drew Brees. Uh, Alvin Kamara, one of the better running backs. They have a great offensive line. Defense is pretty stout. They are a complete football team. Who is better? We're going to find out pretty damn soon because we play them in the regular season. But the media attention given to everybody else is positive thing for the 49ers. Richard Sherman, Quan Alexander, George Kittle, they want people to doubt them. They need people to doubt them as fuel. 
And so the more the media keeps focusing on the other guys, I love it. I love it. Give them all the damn attention. And you know what? The Saints might actually be better than us. That's a possibility. But can we beat the Saints? You bet your ass we can. Can we beat the Saints if we played 10 times? Would I be shocked if we go 8-2 and two against them? No, I wouldn't. We are also a complete football team. Have we been tested against a team the caliber of the Saints yet? No. And I would argue as well. The Saints have not been tested against a team like us. So there are upper echelon teams. And, yeah, I think that, you know, the four teams in the NFC, I think it's definitely got to be uh, probably five teams, to be honest with you. There's five solid quality teams that scare me right now. Um, you have the Saints, you have the Packers, you have the Seahawks, but then you have the Vikings, uh, and then you got us. I, I think that's it. And I'm not, that's not in an order. I'm not saying we're fifth. But I think that there are five quality somewhat complete football teams that are scary. I don't put the Cowboys in that mix. I don't put the Rams in that mix. Uh, those teams don't qualify. I don't put the Bears in that mix at all either. Um, so we'll have to see moving forward. But, yeah, I love it that they, um, you know, they're hardcore against all those other guys or, or for those other guys and against us. Love it. Um, John, is the uh, Hot Mic app only – uh, I uh, no, it's not just for Apple. It, it's not. If you can't find it in the Google Play Store, there. Here's the backup that we are going to do. Um, I'm going to attempt to broadcast on Periscope and YouTube. The problem is you can't sync that with your TV, so there might be a little bit more of a delay. But if you do have Alan, if you do have um, pausing capabilities, you'd have to sync that manually with. Um, you know, our voice and where we're at. And again, my play-by-play, as you guys know, I never shut up. So <laughs> uh, it'll be relatively easy to sync that up if you have a pausing feature on your TV. If you're watching the live broadcast, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. But uh, that is an option for you guys. Um, so um, that's going to be on there. Really, really excited about it. And again, if the app's not available for Android yet, I'll talk to those guys. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be the best um that's going to be the best way to do it and so man uh, talk to a friend and here's the best thing about this app let's say you got friends over um if anybody has a, an apple phone what you do is you sync it and then if you have like speakers or whatever else you just sync your phone to that speaker and then it broadcasts across whatever room you want to uh for whatever bluetooth whatever or you can do your headphones if you don't want your family listening i watch on the computer all the time football games so there's lots of options there you just need to know one person with an apple phone i guess which is a bummer um but anyway um how much better will the offense be with staley mcglinchey and juice back yeah how can it be better but the the reality is this. It can. You, you look at the two sacks that happened. We, we had three sacks. One was on Jimmy Garoppolo. One was on Daniel Brunskill. One was on Justin School. The safety was on school, right? So you take away those very few negative plays that we have, it's going to be great. Now, this upcoming game against the Cardinals, we are playing against Chandler Jones. He is special. Um, very, very special. You look at the Seattle Seahawks. You got Jadavion Clowney, maybe Ezekiel uh, Ansa, even though he doesn't play very much. But there are playmakers across the spectrum. Every team has a pass rusher. We're playing against some of the better ones. And we're going to be getting back our elite tackles just in time. Very, very, very excited. Uh, so, yeah, this offense, the running game's going to get better. The passing game's going to get better. Very, very scary stuff. Um, anyway. Do you give Spoon his spot back right after the play of Mosley? Yes, you do. Um, 
I I think Emmanuel Mosley is going to be on this football team for a very long time. But Kyle Shanahan has already set the playbook for how we are going to incorporate players coming back from injury. You know, you go back to John Harbaugh and Alex Smith, right? Alex Smith gets the bad concussion after playing an elite level. Uh, Kaepernick comes in and just, like, blows the doors off. And, you know, you hate to see it. But Alex Smith lost his job just because of an injury. That doesn't seem to be the way it's going to be in the Kyle Shanahan regime. He is loyal to the to a T. I don't know if that's a saying, but uh, he's he's loyal to a point where it doesn't matter. DJ Jones has an awful game and gets injured, comes back, starts. Um, anybody, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breedy comes out and just balls out for three weeks straight, comes back, Tevin Coleman starts. He sticks with his guys no matter what. So if Spoon will get his starting spot back, and I think he deserves it. He was playing elite level. Emmanuel Mosley also playing elite level. Um, but, yeah, I think Spoon is going to be uh, the starter whenever he comes back. And worst case, I shouldn't say worst case, but um, I guess the fewest – Snap Spoon will receive is that he alternates series uh, back and forth, but I don't even think that's going to happen. So, um, what happens to the back end of our defense if they are unable to generate a pass rush? Um, can they hold up? Right now, uh, I don't think there's any defense in the NFL back end that can hold up without a pass rush. I just don't believe that. Um, so, no, I don't. And if, again, if you're one of the Patreon group guys, I just got through breaking down over an hour straight just the defensive film from last week, and there were several different plays where offensive players got behind us. And just bad passes by Kyle Allen are missing it. Man, he could have had three touchdown passes. But the pass rush negates that because his eyes kept going down or he just made a bad pass because he was being pressured. So um, that's another thing that's huge because if – we don't get pass rush up front, then the quarterback's more comfortable. He can make better passes and wait longer. That's what we saw last year, but they can't do that now. So our secondary is good, but our secondary is also very good because of the pass rush up front. And the good thing is I'm not too worried about us not generating a pass rush. Uh, if Bosa has a bad day, we have Eric Armstead. If he has a bad day, we have D Ford. If he has a bad day, uh, then you got DeForest Buckner. How crazy is it? DeForest Buckner is our fourth best pass rusher this year. And a lot of that has to do with him facing double teams. But with the the system that we have built up front and with the way in which Robert Sala is allowing these guys to be creative with different defensive tackle stunts, defensive end stunts, it's special. Pass rush is going to be there. I guarantee you that. That's not going anywhere. Um, John, are you going to be active at all next week with the 11-day break? Yes, I am going to be active. Uh, we're going to keep our four-episode-a-week pace. I'm going to throw in um, you know, a report card episode, but it's not going to be every day like it has been for the past seven days straight. Uh, my wife is getting ready to kill me. I'm just joking. She supports the podcast. Uh, but, yeah, I've got some uh, to-do lists, hunting to-do lists that i got to break down for sure. Um, let's see here. Um I seen you on Bleacher Report. Yeah, they shared a couple of my things, which is awesome. Um, it, it's kind of fun. Uh, it, it's kind of fun because you put these tweets out there and you don't know who picks them up, and you don't really. It's great when they do. Uh, you know, I saw Niners Nation put some of my stuff up there today, which was fun. I like those guys. Uh, you know, we get BD Peacock, another awesome. Um, 49ers podcast host with Locked On Forty ers He was listening in yesterday. It's pretty cool. The faithful. 
is a special place. Um, I, I will say that for sure. And I, I love what is happening right now. We're winning games. New fans are coming into the thing, which I love. I think that's a great thing. Uh, we just got to make sure that they're here to stay. And what I don't want is, you know, a bandwagon fan, the way I see it, is somebody that changes teams when it, whenever whoever's winning. But if you change teams... Uh, from a young age, you know, again, I joined the 49er faithful when I was 10 years old, nine years old, technically. Um, but that's how I got brought in. So if you stay, then you're part of the faithful. If you're just here while we're winning, then we start losing, you leave. Screw that biz. Uh, I hate that. Matt Miller um, is one of the a very famous draft and anal- analysts for Bleacher Report, whatever. Can't stand the guy from a fan perspective. You can't like the Chiefs, the Patriots, and the 49ers. That's a bandwagon fan. Get that, get that shit out of here. I don't want you part of this. You're not part of this. <laughs> you weren't part of this last year. Uh, you were a Mahomes fan and you were a Tom Brady fan. Now you're back because we're... Get that out of here. I don't want those people here. Uh, it might be... It's not my job to say, but I do not consider them a part of quote-unquote faithful. Um, Anyway, let's jump in now to our grades, our defensive grades, which uh, they came out. They were rather interesting. Uh, The top five and bottom five players against the Panthers. Again, this is just against the Panthers. The number one overall player, Richard Sherman, came out with a 90 grade, one of the highest graded defenders of the week. Uh, Special, special, special. And if we just look, he was targeted four times, gave up two catches for nine yards, for five yards. Uh, Absolutely great game and had the interception and would have had another interception to play before, uh, but uh, K1 Williams cut in front of him. Second highest rated player. Don't know how this guy wasn't rated higher, but whatever. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa ranks with an 84.3. Now, the only reason why his grade was the way it was was two things. One, his run grade was a 69. Nice. And his coverage grade. He had the one play where he dropped into coverage, which was not his fault. Why the hell is Nick Bosa dropping 20 yards downfield, uh, covering Christian McCaffrey one-on-one, and gave up a 20-plus yard catch? So that dropped his grade down even further. But Nick Bosa, make no mistake, he's probably going to be the player of the week again for the second time. This kid's a rookie. This kid is a rookie, and he's about to be the defensive player of the week for the NFL, the entire NFL, twice out of seven games. He's special. Um, you know, Daniel Jeremiah, a person I respect. I love his work, the Move the Sticks podcast. Uh, he is the Chargers play-by-play, radio play-by-play guy. Uh, they played uh, over in London, right? So he flies with the Chargers back and forth. Now, his brother, Joey Bosa, awesome game. I think he had two sacks and a forced fumble and like four tackles for loss. Just great game, right? And I was watching that broadcast. I, I, I like listening to him. I, I think he knows his stuff, but whatever. Here's what's happened. They're back on the plane flying back from London, and everybody's watching games as they're flying back. And Nick Bosa gets the interception. And Daniel Jeremiah goes and shows this play to Joey Bosa, big brother, and says, hey, check out what your brother's doing. And he said that, you know, Joey Bosa smiled really big. And then after the play was over, he just said, man, what a jerk. 
I have the game of my life, and my little brother goes up and one-ups me. He can't even let me have one game. And then over the shoulder, Philip Rivers, who's freaking hilarious, starts making fun of him and says, Hey, Joey, your brother runs dumb like you do too. <laughs> so it's just a funny little story, and it's kind of cool uh, the way Joey and Nick, uh, they both, <laughs> either one of them, could be defensive player the entire NFL. These two guys in one family. Uh, pretty special stuff. Pretty special stuff. Now back to our ranking. Solomon Thomas, third best player. He got 32 snaps. Love that. Absolutely loving the, the increased playing time for Solomon Thomas. I want more Solomon Thomas on the interior only. He did play a lot of snaps with the backups the last two drives on the edge. I hate that, but he was very, very successful inside. Needs to stay inside. I know nobody's listening, but he, Solomon Thomas needs to play inside. Manuel Mosley, fourth best player, 80.7, and all these are great grades. Usually if you score an 80 or above for Pro Football Focus, you're going to be one of the top players. We got a bunch of them. Uh, DeForest Buckner, right at 80. DJ Reed Jr. got in with the backup, 76. Quan Williams, 74. You just go on and on and on. Now, let's go to the other side. Um, spark the Red Hot Chili Pepper song. I don't want to get shut down for copyright infringement. I'm past those days. Past those days. Um, worst overall player was a backup. Ma Mark Nazocha comes in with a 29.3. Only played eight snaps. Uh, Marcel Harris, 38.6. He played 14 snaps. But then we get into our starters. Quan Alexander, 50.7 grade. Now, uh, a lot of this had to do with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, one, he had a missed tackle. But he also got beaten coverage a few different times as well. So uh, some bad running lanes, which, again, man, I, I really wish. I'm going to tweet out several of these clips throughout the night once I get to it. But, again, I can't put them up here on again because they keep taking it down. But if you want to see the full defensive breakdown, all you do, uh, go to my Patreon account. Type in for, uh, Just type the Patreon app. It's free. Then... Type in 49ers Rush Podcast. You'll see us. We've got 22 subscribers over there already. Really do appreciate the support. Again, all that money goes back into things like the app. All of that goes back in like equipment, uh, different stuff that I can get to you guys. But it's 8 bucks a month. It's the Frank Gore tier, $2 a week. And you get the offensive defensive breakdowns. Like I said, the defensive breakdown was over an hour and 10 minutes today uh, that we put up there. And so it's, it's much more relaxed just going through the film with me, play by play through the whole thing diagramming the good and the bad, and it really helps you see the way things go. So if you want to see that, there's two different ways to get to it. NinersRush.com, our website. You'll see a big banner on the right side for the Patreon account, um, or you can just go to the Patreon app and then just type in 49ers. I'm pretty sure we're the first one that pulls up. Um, now, staying with this, Fred Warner, uh, he also had a 50.7 grade. They both <laughs> were kind of in the same situation. Um, now, again, missed tackles. Only one missed tackle for both of them. Now, I, I said... And one of my keys to the game, if we can get those guys to have four missed tackles or less, we win the game. Well, the entire defense only had five total. You know, you had Tart had one. Um, uh, Eric Armstead had one. And so that that's it. You know, you got those guys and Ronald Blair had one as well. But Ronald Blair, had, he played pretty well all in all. He made a couple big plays. Sheldon Day continues just to get blown off of the line. Uh, he cannot fight through double teams. I think he should be a three technique, but we have so many, we force him to play that big spot, and he just cannot anchor it. He cannot do it. Um, D Ford, he ranked sixth with a 54.3. Only 20 snaps again. 
Really, really interesting. Um, D Ford, they've got him on a snap limit, and I think it's just going to stay that way. Um, Unfortunately, it's just what it is. So uh, a couple other questions real quick before we jump out of here. Um, let's see here. Here's a great question. John is awesome. Thank you so much. Love that. Best question ever. Uh, what is the weakest link on our defense? Right now, it's definitely that nose uh, nose tackle, even though we don't have a traditional nose tackle. He doesn't always line up on the shade, but that is a spot in the run game that scares me a little bit. Now, our linebackers behind them are playing very, very well, but if I was calling a team against us, I would isolate passing plays against Fred Warner. I think that that is an issue, and I do think that Jaquiski Tart is struggles. He's not consistent on outside contained run when he's the run force player off the edge. So you'd have to have somebody like a Kyle Shanahan that can manipulate it to get him on the edge, which uh, Panthers were able to do a couple times, and that led to the big plays uh, that we saw with Christian McCaffrey. So uh, there are some major issues there, but the way that you beat this defense— you ha- and this is by scheme. This is the cover three scheme um, and the speed that we have on the field. You have to slow, methodically drive down the field time and time again with no negative plays. You have a penalty, you're screwed because now our pass rush is going to shut you down. Uh, you get into third and long, you're screwed because it's just what you're going to have to do. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to run. Again, we rank 20th in the NFL and allowing 4.4 yards per carry. You just got to run the damn ball nonstop. You can't fall behind because once you're behind, you got to throw to catch up. You just got to run the ball, run the ball, screen, screen. That's about all you can do. Um, again, isolate Fred Warner versus a running back. It's tight ends. That's how you have to beat the 49ers defense. But how do you do that? 15, 16 play drives are so impossible because of penalties, because of sacks, uh, because of tackle for losses. Which That's what our defense is designed to do. But it's going to take one of those teams that can just slow, methodical down the field time and time again. No mistakes. Don't hurt themselves. It's the only way it's going to happen. And it's hard to do in the NFL, especially when we have so much talent. Um, Is there a site that teaches offensive scheme ideas that you'd recommend for someone trying to learn? The best best way to do this, and and this is kind of hard, if you have ESPN – um, whenever they do Monday Night Football, you can click uh, through the app anyway, not through the channel. You can click the Skynet, uh, the you know the camera that goes over the top, and you can see the big picture almost like a chalkboard. Um, now, also, if you have Game Pass, there are different film sessions that you can do breaking down. But Twitter's probably one of the best ways. Uh, there's a couple coaching clinics. Type in football coaching clinics, and you can find different things to where they break down coaches' conference, and they put films up like that. But uh, really, it's hard to learn scheme things with the national broadcast because the way they broadcast it, you can't see the secondary. So you don't know what they're trying to do on offense or defense. You're just getting the ball. Uh, one of the best books ever is Stop Watching the Ball, How to Watch Football. It's it's a book that, you know, whenever you coach, you stop watching the ball. You watch the uncovered linemen if you're a defensive coach. You watch, uh, you know, who the quarterbacks read, you read who the which way the running backs go in blocking schemes, things like that. If you just watch the ball, you're never going to evolve with the bigger picture thing. It's, it, I don't know if this analogy is going to work, but you have to watch the forest. You can't sit there and stare at one tree and understand what's going on. you got to step back and see the big picture and see what's happening overall. So it, what I would recommend is whenever you're watching the next football game, whatever it is, don't watch the ball. 
Um, watch the uncovered offensive linemen, okay? Five offensive linemen, four defensive linemen, or three defensive linemen. One of the guards is not going to have anybody over them or the center. Watch that guard. Pay attention to where he blocks. If he sets back in a pass pro, that's going to help you see what happens with the defense. If he goes forward and kind of does a base block or a down block or a reach block or he tries to get to the linebacker, it's going to tell you it's a run play. So stop watching the ball. Focus on the uncovered defensive uh, offensive lineman. That is step one. Um, after that, then I'd focus on the Mike linebacker, whoever is going to be closest to the center and the calls, and, the, and just work your way back. But um, again, as I said, it, it's really, really rough to to learn the X's and O's um, just from a national block broadcast because it's just zoomed in too damn much. Um, anyway, you should do a video um, about if the playoffs would be today, who would be in and who would be out. That does sound fun. I might do a couple tweet sessions about that. That'd be kind of fun. Um, let's see here. A couple bickering taking place on there. Appreciate that. Love that stuff. Uh, <laughs> they're going at each other. Love that. Bring the pain. Uh, scrolling down. So a couple other things before I jump off. Just want to say thank you guys again. I, I can't say it enough. It's pretty cool how far this has gone in three and a half years. Um, you know, you always want things. You hope things will go well. And so it's pretty cool. And for those of you still with us, just last thing about the app. Here's the deal. If you want to listen to the national broadcaster in the 49ers game Thursday, here's what you have to do. Download the Hot Mic app, okay, H-O-T-M-I-C, one word. You'll see the flame on there. That's their logo. You have to have an invite code to sign in because it's not free to the public yet. The promo code is, and again, I'll put this in the show notes, uh, the description page. The The promo code is Rush ESF. okay, 49ers Rush, Eat Sleep Fantasy. So Rush ESF, no spaces. Once it's game time, you click on the 49ers game, then you'll click on us, and it'll sync your audio to our feed so that there's no delay there can't say thanks enough guys this is a lot of fun and tomorrow another episode man we're just going to keep rolling these bad boys out tomorrow is a scouting report episode uh, one of our biggest episodes a week so i got a lot of film to break down on the cardinals and once we finish that we will be back again with you guys tomorrow appreciate it guys thank you so much and hopefully we prove to eight and zero. stay strong faithful without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.